It's time for the SwampSwamiSports.com audio podcast. On Saturday afternoon in Shreveport, Louisiana, another football player from the Pittsburgh Steelers Super Bowl teams of the 1970s is going to be laid to rest, very quietly and with very little national fanfare. Unlike the death of legendary running back Franco Harris, which shook the football world on December 20th, former Pittsburgh Steelers fullback Sidney Thornton passed away in Shreveport on January 28th. A memorial service will be held this Saturday morning, February 11th, and burial at Forest Park West Cemetery in Shreveport. Sidney Thornton was 68 years of age. It's very sad that two talented football players who played together in the same backfield have died just a little bit more than one month apart. Franco Harris was 72 years old. It's been very difficult to find any information about the cause of Franco Harris' death. The Steelers legend was seen in the company of others within a day or so of his passing and Franco Harris was reportedly in good spirits at that time. In the process of doing this story about Sidney Thornton, I also learned that yet another former Pittsburgh Steelers Super Bowl winning linebacker, Marv Kellum, died last Saturday on February 5th at age 70. Unlike the deaths of the two Steelers running backs, Marv Kellum succumbed to digestive cancer and multiple myeloma. I'm a longtime Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I make no bones about it. When Shreveport and Louisiana Tech's Terry Bradshaw joined the team in 1970, I became a fan of the AFC's black and gold team and have remained so faithfully for the last 53 years. As the original TB12, not to be confused with that other fellow named Brady, was learning the ropes up in Pittsburgh in the early 1970s, another Louisiana football player was making a name for himself in high school and college in the Pelican State. Born in New Orleans in 1954, Sidney Thornton's family moved to Baton Rouge. He was a very successful high school running back for the Capitol High Lions. When Thornton came north to play college football in Natchitoches for Northwestern State University's Demons, he was a big running back, a very big running back indeed. Sidney Thornton was 5'11 inches tall and a rock-solid 240 pounds. Nicknamed the Thundering Bull, Sidney Thornton was able to use his speed and strength to power through potential tacklers at Northwestern State. A four-year starter on the football team, he rushed for 2,662 yards and 25 career rushing touchdowns between 1973 and 1976. Sidney Thornton averaged over 100 yards per game as a senior for the Demons. I was in attendance in Shreveport State Fair Stadium back in 1975 as Northwestern State played rival Louisiana Tech on a nice, cool October evening. Northwestern State fullback Sidney Thornton surprised all 26,000 fans in attendance in the stadium as he dashed to his right, and then he lofted a perfect pass to a wide-open teammate downfield for a Northwestern scoring touchdown. And nobody on the field or in that stadium expected the Thundering Bull to have been a passing threat for the Demons. For the record, Tech won the game 41-14, and maybe perhaps Sidney Thornton should have passed a few more times to keep that game closer. One of the Northwestern student journalists covering Sidney Thornton's college football days said, quote, I don't know if I ever saw anyone run harder than Sidney Thornton. There wasn't anything cute about his style. 
It was, I'm running it right here, and if you're in the way, you're going to get hit, regardless of what color jersey you're wearing. After his senior season ended, Sidney Thornton was invited to participate in the 1976 Blue-Gray College Football All-Star Game in Montgomery, Alabama, and he rushed for 151 yards and was awarded the game's MVP trophy. In 1986, Sidney Thornton was inducted into the Northwestern State University Athletics Hall of Fame and was named one of the school's top 100 football players of the century. A second-round draft choice in 1977 by the then two-time Super Bowl champion Pittsburgh Steelers, Sidney Thornton looked terrific wearing that number 38 jersey as a member of the black and gold. I'm pretty sure that former Louisiana Tech quarterback Terry Bradshaw frequently reminded his new running back from North Louisiana that Bradshaw's Bulldogs still maintained a rather lengthy winning streak against Thornton's Northwestern State Demons. Sidney Thornton's primary role in Pittsburgh was to serve as the backup running back for future Hall of Famer Franco Harris. Thornton and Harris became a weekly nightmare for NFL opposing defenses for many years. With his aggressive running style and toughness, Sidney Thornton also became an immediate fan favorite in the Steel City, too. During his six years in Pittsburgh, Thornton ran for 1,500 yards and scored 18 touchdowns. He also snagged 46 career passes for 515 yards and another six touchdowns. Most importantly, Sidney Thornton won two Super Bowl rings as a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers at the conclusion of the 1978 and 1979 seasons. In 1984, Sidney Thornton then signed a contract to play fullback for the upstart new U.S. Football League with the Oklahoma Outlaws. The Tulsa-based USFL team featured another well-known Louisiana football player and former Grambling State quarterback Doug Williams. After one season in the USFL, Sidney Thornton returned back home to Louisiana and became a high school football coach for Cushata High School, which is now known as Red River High. From that point on, it became a little difficult to locate very much about Sidney Thornton's life over the last few decades. In 2018, Shreveport television station KSLA reporter Casey Vieira posted a very sobering report which helped to explain why Sidney Thornton had faded from the public view. His wife, Beverly Thornton, said that Sidney had suffered a stroke in 2005 at the age of 51. With several physical limitations resulting from that stroke, the former NFL running back was relegated to using a wheelchair for personal mobility. Sidney Thornton added, quote, There were times when the doctors had told me, you can go back out there. I didn't even know I had concussions. Beverly Thornton revealed that her husband's concussions while playing football likely brought on some symptoms of dementia and CTE. Now, CTE is chronic traumatic encephalopathy, and it begins with an abnormal accumulation of tau proteins in the frontal lobes of your brain. The proteins continue to grow and spread as the disease progresses through three subsequent stages. Cognitive symptoms such as memory loss, problems with multitasking, and problem solving appear in the early stages. A person may suffer from severe mood swings and other behavioral issues. A CTE patient can experience a shrinking brain, which can be linked to dementia. In that 2018 KSLA TV report, Sidney Thornton's wife said that he has his ups and downs. At the time of that interview, Beverly Thornton was aware that her husband's condition was likely to get worse in the future. She concluded by saying, quote, I don't know what tomorrow brings, but I'll deal with that tomorrow. Sidney Thornton joins a growing list of former football players and other athletes from ice hockey, soccer, and other sports whose brain may have been injured by repeated blows over a long period of time. 
This week, Boston University published a new revealing report, which indicated that CTE had been found in 345 of the 376 former football players being studied. However, the report did caution, quote, the NFL player data should not be interpreted to suggest that 91.7% of all current or former NFL players do have CTE, as brain bank samples are subject to selection biases. In that study, 21 former Miami Dolphin players were identified as having CTE, and that number is far greater than the six previously disclosed CTE cases in ex-Dolphin players. Those six were all members of the Miami 1972 undefeated team. Running back Jim Kick, Jake Scott, Bob Kuchenberg, Bill Stanfill, quarterback Earl Morrill, and Hall of Famer Nick Buonacanti were all shown to have CTE. This past NFL season, current Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa suffered two known concussions. The second occurred on Christmas Day in a game against Green Bay, and it ended this season. This past week, he was finally cleared by the NFL's concussion protocol. In contrast to the NFL players recently studied, a separate 2018 Boston University evaluation reviewed the brains of otherwise healthy people. Out of the 164 people, only one was shown to have CTE, and that lone positive diagnosis came from a former college football player. Sidney Thornton was an incredibly talented football player. He earned that nickname of Thundering Bull for his toughness as a running back on the football field. But for the past 17 years, Sidney Thornton and his family have struggled to deal with many difficult problems which may have been related to his successful but relatively short career playing football at the highest competitive levels. This Sunday's Super Bowl game will feature the Philadelphia Eagles against the Kansas City Chiefs. And as you watch the competitors give it their all this weekend, please remember former NFL players like the late Sidney Thornton. We're only beginning to learn the long-term effects which helmet-to-helmet contact in football has on the human brain. Rest in peace, Sidney Thornton, and may God bless your family and caregivers for their years of providing support, patience, and understanding. I'm Swamp Swami. Pittsburgh, the six-time Super Bowl champ. Here we go.